This week's episode is sponsored by Jagged Edge Productions and ITN Studios' Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey 2. Only in theaters, March 26th to March 28th. The suspenseful and thrilling sequel to last year's immense hit, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, amplifies the gore factor with ten times the number of kills to put fans both new and old at the edge of their seats. After Christopher Robin reveals their existence, Winnie the Pooh, Piglet, Tigger, and Owl land on the endangered species list as hard targets. Unwilling to hide in the shadows, the ultimate scream team embarks on a murderous rampage through the town of Ashdown to get their revenge on Christopher Robin, once and for all. So don't miss out, and mark your calendars to catch the limited engagement of Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey 2, only in theaters March 26th to March 28th. Tickets are available now. you. It feels like it's been forever. I'm so glad you've taken the time to visit with me. You look magnificent. Just stunning. But I can tell that you're tired. Like the light around you is a little subdued. Why don't we go on a journey together? Would you like that? Okay, let's go. Find a soft and safe space to sit or lay down. Make sure you have something near you to drink in case you get thirsty. Something that will calm you like some tea or even just a glass of water. Sit back and let's do something a little different this time. Close your eyes. I want you to place one hand, palm up. Now, with your other hand, lightly run your fingertips slowly up and down the arm of the hand that you have palm up. Start at the palm and gently caress your arm up and down. As you do that, I want you to breathe
take your index fingers and I want you to trace your entire face. You are so deserving of love and care. I believe touch is a huge part of that. Just take a moment to trace your eyes down the bridge of your nose to your lips. Lightly make little circles on your forehead and your cheeks. Go lightly up the sides of your neck and outline your jaw and your entire beautiful face. Now, let your arms rest. Keep breathing deeply all the way down to your belly. While keeping your physical eyes closed, I'd like you to open your mind's eye. Welcome to your own personal train compartment. It looks like you've stepped back into another era. You're surrounded by dark wood and velvet cushions. It's late at night and from the quiet, it seems that everyone else in your car has decided to get some sleep. You stare out the window of the passing forest, taking note of the snow beginning to fall. Grateful for the fact that the inside of your compartment seems to be just the right temperature, despite the weather outside. You're just beginning to doze off when the train comes to a sudden stop. out the window, you await an announcement to explain what was going on. Outside is pitch dark, you can't see a thing, and the window has begun to frost. Slowly, you feel a chill creeping up your neck. The cold outside has begun to invade your cozy compartment. But you wait. And wait. And wait. The chill has now settled over you like a blanket. You look down at your watch and realize it's been an hour and no announcement. No one has come to check in on you. How has it already been an hour? It had only been a few minutes. The quiet is louder than ever now. Why can't you hear any other voices? Most
Most of your fellow passengers were asleep, but surely the sudden stop woke them. And not everyone was asleep. What about those who worked on the train? Just then, you hear the squeaky wheels of the beverage cart coming closer to you. Finally, someone coming by with an array of hot drinks to soothe the cranky passengers. Probably also coming with some sort of apology and explanation. The cart comes closer. You brush down your disheveled clothes and lightly rub your face to chase away the drowsiness, readying yourself for the person manning the drink cart. As the cart approaches, you see the train worker's shadow come into view behind the shade you had drawn for privacy over the small window of your compartment. You notice immediately the shadow isn't quite right. Its neck is too long and thin, like a cartoon's. It's wearing a top hat, something none of the other workers had been wearing previously with their uniforms. The arm also too long and too thin, reaches out to knock on the window. Before the figure balls his fist to knock, you see that his fingers look long and sharp at the ends. and stare at this shadow. Your brain knows that shadows are stretched versions of us, but this isn't stretched. It's just horrifyingly misshapen. A second rap on the door snaps you from a daze. You notice that there is a small lock on the door. Something in you makes your arm shoot out and quickly lock it. As you are doing this, you notice that the bony hand has begun to motion as if it's about to open your door. The specter-like visitor stops. It turns back toward the cart and walks on. You breathe a deep sigh of relief but you don't celebrate for long. The lights go out. You're now sitting in pitch black. Remember to keep breathing. You can't see your hand in front of your face. 
you breathe. someone else breathing. Is that breathing coming from next to you? It is. Something is next to you. You feel its presence and the weight of it tugging on the cushion that is beneath both of you. It is sitting to your right, but the door is to the left. You don't know where to go, but you have to go out that door. And you have to get away from this thing. Its presence is so heavy to your right, and even though you can't see it, you can feel it. You can feel that it is staring right at you. You reach your hand out slowly towards the door, trying not to provoke the thing next to you. Your fingers find the small lock in the dark and you slowly and silently turn it. You take one more deep breath before you make your move. As you breathe deeply this time, an unfamiliar smell enters your nose. Something damp and old. You jump up and open the door and run into the corridor. You slide the door shut quickly behind you, just begging whatever is in the universe that it stays there. You are still in the dark and blind. Place your hand on the wall and begin to guide yourself to the front of the car. As you're walking, you hear the train lurch even though it's at a standstill and some dim emergency lights come on one by one in the corridor. That's when you see him. His back is turned towards you and he is standing at the end of the corridor. His shoulders are hunched. His thin neck is drooped as if it isn't strong enough to hold up his head and the top hat that is perched on it. Wiry white hair sticks out from beneath the hat in a wild manner. The messiness of his hair doesn't match his suit, which looks to be very expensive, but old. As you stare in horror, you see that part of his clothes have worn away and are covered in a bluish green mold. That damp smell is stronger than ever. Do you smell it? The smell of cold basements, of boats below deck, of rotting logs in the forest. His feet aren't quite touching the ground. 
where have all the other passengers gone? You're all alone. The thing begins to face you. It turns lazily as if it was being animated by an unseen marionette. Your blood turns cold. You stand paralyzed and stare at its indescribably terrible face. Your eyes water and your nose burns. And as you stare, you hear your cabin door sliding open. It is now a few feet behind you. The train has begun to move again. It's picking up speed. You are trapped between the thing you couldn't see in the dark, now making its way into the light as you stare ahead, and the hat man in front of you, its limbs now being pulled by those invisible strings, and coming toward you in a ghastly, exaggerated walking motion, its knees being pulled up to its chest as he steps. You hear heavy footsteps now behind you. The only way to go is out, and you step towards the exit. The train has really picked up speed now. You force the door open. Your only option is to jump, isn't it? Just hit a soft snowbank. I'm sure you won't freeze out there. Not like when we visited that cabin. Before you can jump, a cold force rushes you from behind. It startles you and instead of jumping, you fall directly under the train. Welcome to your own personal train compartment. It looks like you've stepped back into another era. You're surrounded by dark wood and velvet cushions. It's late at night, and from the quiet it seems that everyone else in your car has decided to get some sleep.
Item number SCP-5186. SCP-7160. SCP-7533. Object class Euclid. Keter. Safe. Special containment procedures. <laughs> Spreading across the hemisphere and kicking up vast amounts of ash and dust. <laughs> The only thing I could hear was 7219 <laughs> laughing. Do you remember your name? Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. I feel them again. Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. They're in my ears! Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. Nobody understands! SCP Archives is a weekly fiction podcast. Each episode, we dive into the strange, the unknown, and the... Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or at scparchives.com.